Hello, and welcome to All Things Cozy with Matt and Jillian, a bi-weekly podcast about all things that are warm, soft, and comforting. And cozy. That's right. Today, we are joined by our dear friend, Molly Lynch. Hello. Thanks, Thanks for, for joining having us. Thank you for coming. Thank I knew you. Molly was the woman for the job when we were talking about the fact that Jewel had a murder mystery Hallmark show out. Well, prob- a series of movies. Probably news to a lot of people. Yes, and to me. It's it's new, too. It just yes. came out in 2017. Honestly, it was news to me, too, but very excited. But Molly is a Jewel expert, yeah. a fan from her youth. From about 1994 to 2005, I would say. Like, okay. to me, she kind of ends at 2005. <laughs> For most of us, I would yeah. say that that's the case. Before the Razor commercial. Um, no, that was like right before How does that go again? The intuition, intuition. one. I'm going to sing it. Try to get me to sing it. Intuition. <laughs> you sang it earlier. <laughs> no, she, no, Molly sang like, it. Lovely. Intuition. That's right. That shtick? Yeah. Um, Gillette. Oh, probably Gillette. whatever. I think it's Gillette. Is it Gillette? Well, well it didn't, it didn't shtick in my mind if it was. <laughs> Is it shtick or schwick? I think it's shtick. Shick? Shick. It's a shtick. I think it's, it's a schwick. It's a schwick. Because it makes it a schwick sound. I think it's schick. <laughs> well, this is a like, anyway, complicated mystery. So Jewel's famous for that. Yeah. She's also famous for her many number one songs. Yes. Um, and also for her book of poetry. Oh. Which I received as a graduation gift, gift in high school by my best friend at the time, who's not like super Christian. We don't speak. But... Mm loved I, I take that book with me like wherever I move I don't know what it is it's like that whole like not a girl not yet a woman type of is it actually good I, th- I think there's some solid stuff in there mm-hmm. I mean I'm not really like a poetry uh, connoisseur is there yeah. a piece you return to no but I <laughs> it's funny because nothing <laughs> <laughs> sticks out <laughs> because I at the time I think when I first got it I would highlight passages from it and like I, I, I just want to know what I was thinking, mm-hmm. like, in my brain, like, what, why am I highlighting this? But it was probably, like, oh, my God, this is, like, about a boy who won't talk to me, mm-hmm. and I'm going to highlight some jewel. And so Molly agreed to read a passage that meant the most to her from the book. I mean, I'm kidding. She's, she's looking terrified right now, if you could see her face. Um, so Jewel has had a, an extraordinary career, mm-hmm. and, and it continues great. to this day. Because she's starring in the Fixer Upper Mysteries on Hallmark. And that is based on a cozy mystery book series. And we'll get into that later. But before we do any of that, we have to begin with releasing our resentments. Release the resentments. Okay. So what are some resentments that we, we have today? Molly, do you want so, to get us started? Mine's not really a new one, and it's not like anything that just came up, but I resent ranch dressing. Oh, wow. Mm. And I feel like that's a very, like, bold... It is. I'm, I'm scandalized. Sweeping. I'm sorry. I, I just do. Um, I actually kind of resent all condiments, um, but ranch in particular. Um, like, if you ever want to <laughs> disgrace me, just, like, pour ranch on my grave. What is it no. about ranch that... Grinds your gears. I just feel like it ruins everything. And oh, I I don't know. It just adds. It's like sour. It's like sour cream to me. I feel like ruins dishes. Well, something some a condiment that people use in excess. Yeah, I think some people just like pour ranch onto anything, <laughs> so they're just basically eating ranch, like pizza. Yeah, I don't get those I don't, people. I don't, I, yeah, call me old fashioned, but I like a plain old pizza. Maybe right. throw some black <laughs> olives on it. I don't need any ranch on it. See to me. Ranch is a condiment in search of a food because it is a covering condiment. Mm-hmm. Like it, it is the flavor that you that overwhelms whatever you're eating. Well, my problem is I thought it was a salad dressing, yeah, which it I is. Thought. But then it's like, okay, just kidding. I'm going to dip my Little Caesars pizza in some ranch. And I'm like, that needs well, to Well, it stop. makes spicy things immediately not spicy. Okay. Right. And so that's nice. It's, it's soothing. It just seems gross to me. I don't mm-hmm. like salad dressings in general. Like a light vinaigrette is the, the most same, I'll girl, go. Same. Yeah, mm-hmm. when I was younger, I didn't even like sauce on my pasta. I was very anti wow. any, 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 I guess, I guess pasta sauce isn't a condiment, but um, <laughs> yeah, I hate salad dressing. It's too, too much. To me, ranch is 
an excuse unto itself. But I don't want to invalidate your resentment. No. We all feel differently about certain continents. It's okay. I second it. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> Jillian, what is your resentment this week? Well, I guess a lot of mine have to do, worries everyone's have to do with driving. I think like, driving oh, yeah. gives me so much anxiety these days. As I've gotten older, it's way worse. But something that irritates me is when you let someone cross, and they're not even, they don't even have the right of way, because it's not like a crosswalk or anything like that. Mm-hmm. Just some crackerjack trying to cross, <laughs> cross the street in traffic, and you let them go, and they take their sweet time. Maybe they're checking their text message or leisurely oh, walking. And then everyone behind you is getting so pissed off because you let them go or you're trying to be considerate and like even in like a parking lot, let someone, you know, go, even though your car is kind of, you just kind of jump in front of it. You like let them go and yeah. try to be polite and they take their sweet time. And maybe I'm just so anxious myself that when someone lets me go, I'm, I'm yeah, darting yeah. across, yeah. I'm running. So it really bothers me. They take their sweet time crossing when you give them the opportunity to go. But they didn't even deserve in the first place. That's why I've stopped letting people in altogether. But I've, then I become part of the problem. Yeah. You know, that's why we can't have nice things is mm-hmm. people like me who stop being generous. But that's exactly why is people don't actually take the invitation to mm-hmm. merge. And yeah, then, that too. then I get annoyed. And so I just started to re- realize that acting selfishly is sometimes better for everyone. Yeah, I think one of the things that I wish people were more generous um, in driving was when you're trying to merge onto a highway. Like so many times I try to merge, see a car speeding behind me and they're not going to slow down. That gives me so much anxiety. Oh, me too. too. It's like, just l- we all have to get on here. Do you want to like collide and crash or we just let me in? Mm-hmm. So that's really stresses me out now, merging in LA highways. Acting selfishly is also the basis for capitalism. You know, this idea that if we all act in our own interest, we'll all benefit mutually. And so I think we can apply the same philosophy to traffic because capitalism has worked out so well Well, for everyone. But I get the traffic thing because mine is more in letting people walk. That's what I was talking about. um, Because it's a lack of self-awareness, which I can't handle. Like, I feel like if someone's going to let me go, I'm like, ooh, God, I got to (laughs) go. Yeah, exactly. You hustle. You hustle. Yeah, Yeah. that's exactly what I mean. And then you're turning and you're watching someone else not hustle, and you're like, what is going through your mind right now? Yeah, people are too self-involved, and it could also lead to their harm. Like, there's one woman who was texting, and I was driving, and she wasn't looking, and I was slowing down because I knew that she wasn't paying attention. She looked up and glared at me as if I was going to runner over it's like well maybe you shouldn't be texting when you're crossing a busy parking lot like that's yeah. a thought mm. anyways i get very amped just up <laughs> just a hot Red tip. hot tip anyways yeah so my resentment this week is can i get real for a minute um real no. real with you and real with our oh, listeners yeah. so we received our first slightly negative oh. review on itunes <gasps> my real resentment is something that i've noticed from doing podcasting for a couple of years now and that is that people feel entitled to make negative comments about things that people are doing for free for mm-hmm. your entertainment. And that has baffled me. I, I get it when it's something that's produced and people are getting paid and they're professional actors and they're, you're taking the time to turn on a channel or buy a ticket to a movie. Right. And that's a professional hazard. But when you're consuming a piece of content, either if it's an article online or any like a tweet or anything like that that's just free just if, if you don't like it just ignore it i don't understand why you would go out of your way to then you know be critical of it when it's free for you well that's like susan miller who i love <gasps> i love her and every month she produces three or four page reports for the month for each sign mm-hmm. and she does it it's free it's free content and every month God love her, but she is late. She always has an, uh, an excuse. Oh, always an excuse. And I have to say, you I know what? Yeah, like, yeah, yeah. It's always an excuse. And I do think that Susan just has two, you know, many cooks in the kitchen. She just, you know, she there's some reason she doesn't manage her time well. No. That being said. <laughs> What's her sign? Uh, yeah. I, mean, <laughs> I think she's a Pisces. I'm, okay. I'm not sure. But anyways. She's swimming away. <laughs> yeah. And I, I, I do understand the frustration. Like right before it's due, she always comes with an excuse. But she's doing free content. So people are like really vicious with their mm-hmm. tweets to Susan. And yeah, it's frustrating because we want that content, but it's free content. So we don't really have the right to critique her. She doesn't have to do it in, at all. So yeah. 
that comes to mind when you think about Susan Miller. And, you know, she has the right to make excuses, I guess, because it's free. We're not I kind of it. just wish she would kind of own it, though, a little yes. bit more. And yes. just be like, ah, oh, like, I... Time. time slipped away every month it's like i fell ill with like you Her, know yellow fever yeah and going <laughs> blind in one eye that's I, I, literally an excuse and so i had i actually stopped reading mine because i liked reading them but then i i kind of almost feel like sometimes her her monthly readings are just a little they're just not working for me mm-hmm. i love the astro twins i like them too those gals are great but yeah susan too. i just just be real Suze. Yeah, yeah, that's what I wish too. Always something. Someone at the coffee shop spilled coffee on your computer. Like literally the yeah. most wildest. <laughs> but anyways, yeah, I understand. And to that person who left a two-star review, I guess it's fine in the sense like, you know, you have the right to leave an opinion. Mm-hmm. But That's why it's there. Yeah. But I will say that I would prefer to receive a negative review with an actual written review mm-hmm. that goes along with it and not just the stars okay, because I'm just, just left wondering, what didn't you like? Can I fix it? Oh, mm-hmm. You know what That's I mean? Rude. Like I'm, I'm open to constructive criticism. We're changing this podcast all the time. Right. But yeah. And, and I need that feedback, but I, I don't need negative feedback with no ability to change all right. what's going wrong. So mm-hmm. anyway, hmm. um, I get it. That being said, overwhelmingly thank you to people are so, who are so sweet and supportive yeah, and I love we love the you messages all. that I got on Instagram. Oh, I love they're your so, Instagram. Yeah, thank you. They're mm-hmm. so, they're so sweet. The people who message us, um, with their own ideas or just messages of support or the comments. So sweet. So it's, it's very kind. Yeah. I just like, we to have great focus listeners. On the positive and absolutely keep it moving. And on that note, we're going to keep it moving to <laughs> cozy low K shuns that's just me trying to find the button on the ipad there it goes the fireplace (laughs) let's discuss some places that make us feel cozy i'll start um we so we were watching together we we collaboratively watched i don't know why i wanted to say it that way (laughs) we watched together um the fixer up mystery movie the, the first one frame for murder and it made me immediately think of the establishing shots that were aerial views of the town made me think of Ogunquit, Maine, um, which is a cozy little place that, I don't know, it's it's exactly what you would imagine. It has like a beautiful lighthouse and a church. Mm -hmm. Foliage for days. Foliage for days. Mm -hmm. um, Lobster rolls for days. And sounds good. A wonderful antique store. I got a Christmas ornament from there. It's Mm -hmm. one of those antique stores too that has like a permanent Christmas section, which I think is important. And in general, yeah, just an adorable place. And I was actually there for Halloween some years ago. And every single public area was just done up for Halloween. And it was the definition of cozy. So if you're ever on the East Coast and can make a quick trip up, visit Ogunquit. Very cute. Yeah, I think Maine is just a cozy state in general. It is. It's where Tinker's mm-hmm. Cove is. That's Leslie a real Myers. Place? No. Oh, I was, gonna, I was <laughs> like, she based it off a real place. My mind was blown. Well, good depictional place. Um, so my <laughs> What's co- your real place? Oh, my, yeah, my cozy location is the Adobe Inn on the Oregon coast. Oh. Um, I went there last October with my good friend and one of our most beloved cozy listeners, Robert. Uh, he's been going there with his family for a while, and we went during this terrible storm. And it was it was really bad, but it was also super cozy because this wonderful inn on the coast has this very, very, very cozy bar and also dining room that has, you know, these expansive windows that look out onto the ocean. And so imagine like a really cloudy, overcast day, waves crashing upon the shore while you're enjoying a nice glass of red wine and some great oh, yeah. food. It was wonderful and they decorate they they deck never stop they they decorated it really well they had the cutest decorations so they went all out and i love that when a hotel really dives deep into the the atmosphere and decorating all that kind of stuff so that was wonderful so shout out to the adobe adobe and if you're ever in town the oregon coast is just cozy in general especially in october so love that place my place is actually just where I came from this weekend. I was in a town about an hour and a half outside of L.A. called Wrightwood. Um, and it is, I was telling Matt and Jillian earlier, it is like walking on to the set of Roseanne, but like in California. 
And Roseanne for me is just already so cozy because mm-hmm. I feel like it speaks to the way I grew up and just the, I don't know. But a bar, uh, one of the bars in town was the Raccoon Saloon. <laughs> and um, the staff is just charming as mm-hmm. ever. And um, actually this morning I went for breakfast before I drove back and they were playing cops on their big screen TV and I had a Bloody Mary and I just felt so good. Yes, yeah, I great. love cops. <laughs> I, I, I don't know what it is. It's like trashy things make me the, feel the TV show so, just to be clear yeah the TV show not poli- I, I mean <laughs> yeah yeah, yeah. <laughs> we'll I, I've got a police fetish now <laughs> <laughs> took a turn um the, the TV show cops I just adore and the bartender the owner of the bar was just enthralled with it like he could barely wait on us because he was like you guys need anything and then he would immediately return well, to bad it. boys what are they gonna do you have to keep, stay I tuned know. to find Good. out I just loved it well so. I think I, I relate to your trashy reality oh, yeah. TV thing I mean, it makes you feel cozy I just put on an episode of Real Housewives mm-hmm. I, I feel cozy I settle in I'm ready yeah I'm ready or like the drama that or um, brothers and sisters. <gasps> I and think I talked about because um, well, I saw your Jesus. Nora Walker yes. Instagram post, and oh, I she would be like my God. choice for a um, second choice for mother, like aside from my own. Yeah, brothers and sisters. Yeah. What a cozy like rich Californians. It was, it's just a great show. I I miss that. <laughs> no idea what you're talking about. <laughs> Take your word for it. Uh, I'll have to go home and watch that. But <laughs> good show. Well, speaking of rich Californians. Frame for Murder, Fixer Upper Mystery. That seems like a non sequitur, but truly the original Cozy Mysteries on which the series is based. So that was written by Kate Carlisle, and the series is called The Fixer Upper Mysteries, and they do center on um, a renovator named Shannon Hughes. But the movie is based on the second book in the series. Mm-hmm. The second book actually has, a, I think, a better title mm-hmm. than the movie, which is This Old Homicide. That's okay. a way better title. Yeah, it is. Good. They always have to kind of clean it up for Hallmark. And so now we got framed for murder. Okay. I, you know, why reinvent the wheel? I'm just going to read the synopsis for Frame for Murder based on the Hallmark website. Mm-hmm. It reads, in the small resort town of Lighthouse Cove, everyone knows that the best man for the job is a woman. And that woman is Shannon Hughes, owner of a construction company and an expert in Victorian home restoration and renovation. Through her renovation, she will find clues to uncover the house's secret past and in turn become an unlikely sleuth to help crack these unsolved mysteries. It stars Jewel, Colin Ferguson, and Laura Soltis. So we watched this movie together, collaboratively. (laughs) I just want to keep saying that. And yeah, so I really enjoyed it, I have to say. At the end of the day, it was it was the to me the epitome of cozy. I think Jewel's a natural. I have to agree. I was she pleasantly is. surprised. I wasn't expecting much, but I thought she held her own. She's she really not a did. bad actress. No, I've seen far worse from <laughs> <laughs> I grew up. I was basically raised on Lifetime, I like to say. Like, what were you who raised you? Mm-hmm. Lifetime raised me. And I have seen terrible, I mean, acting. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'm excited to see her do more. Yeah, me too. Um, yeah, I, I wasn't sure if she was... The only thing we've discussed during the movie, was she wearing a wig? We're not mm-hmm. sure, but... Yeah, her roots were too good. It's the real so, mystery. Yeah. yeah, it's the real mystery. But I, I, yeah, great great acting by Jewel for the most part. Um, yeah, it was a little bit hard to follow. Yes. That was my one, one complaint. There's yeah, so early on in the movie, a boat blows up. And we're wondering who's responsible for these foolish games. Yeah. Oh. And we were confused for like 30 minutes until finally we understood that it was some other person that was an attorney. It was it was kind of confusing and in no small part because everyone looks the same there in a Hallmark movie. There were 17 bald white men in this film. If you ever need an argument for diversity, a Hallmark Channel movie will provide you every piece of evidence mm-hmm. you need because you can't follow Anything that's happening because everyone looks the same. Yeah. Even down to the hair. Like, there's not even, like, facial hair there to help differentiate people. I want to go to a Hallmark casting call and just be like, what are y'all doing? (laughs) Yeah. Also, just like, I don't know. Maybe 
hire people who are people of color, just in in some yeah. lead role. It would mm-hmm. it would be so nice to see because it's always some bit role, and every main person's white, and I can't tell who anybody is mm-hmm. because they all like, all look the same. Same haircut. All the women had this these perfectly curled like pat, pageant curls and leather jackets, mm-hmm. and I'm like, someone died. You can't don't have time to curl your damn hair, but yeah. you know, it's a movie. Yeah. So. So that was, yeah, like, that was definitely hard to follow um, who was who. Mm-hmm. I mean, you have a convoluted mystery as it is. It makes it even worse and harder to follow. So that's my one complaint. But other than that, I thought it was pretty, pretty cozy. It did have me guessing. Sure it did. I was wondering. Yeah, I, I, I initially had my suspicions, which were right. Mm-hmm. It reminds me of the Jen McKinley formula of mystery, which mm-hmm. is everything's there for you to analyze. So there are no tricks, but a detail is added to confuse you. So I was, I figured it out, but then doubted myself consistently because new compelling evidence would come up that, you know, made me doubt whatever notions I had before. Yeah. And it was very similar to other cozy mysteries or cozy mystery movies that I've seen in the sense where, they have this really specific profession and their right. profession always plays or gives them oh, yeah. the, the skills to solve the murder. So in this case, she's a contractor, contractor. which is really cozy. Mm-hmm. I will say that because of this movie, I need to go and read these series, the series. I think it looks great. Yeah. I think that we should maybe do that. It just made me look at the books and realize that they looked even better than the movie. Mm-hmm. The locate also the location in the books is California. Oh, Which you okay. don't see too often. Yeah, California's not really inherently cozy. I, I disagree. I think we have some co- cute coastal towns. Coastal. We, we do. We have coastal, but not. I wouldn't. I mean, if you get into like Big Little Lies, like that's cozy. Yeah, that's true. You know, but um, L.A. Uh, you know, no. Big Little Lies is maybe the most popular cozy mystery mm-hmm. out there right now. Mm-hmm. Yep. Anyway, don't make, don't get me started on Big Little Lies and its <laughs> nature as a cozy mystery. Yeah, I thought. The source material is excellent, mm-hmm. and I really want to dive into it because it's just it seems like the perfect profession for for a sleuth. And I loved when she actually got to use her expertise first in finding this artifact they need to find because she built the house, and so she knows what was added later that could be concealing something. But also because she actually prevails over the murderer through her restoration knowledge. Yeah, which again, like I, I like it when the sleuth is empowered. And I felt like in that moment, we had a sleuth who was fully in control. Yeah, I, I agree. Like, it was a great use of her knowledge in, in, in the plot. Um, and they didn't make it too heavy-handed. Mm-hmm. Um, she just had have little comments. Oh, I know that this cap... I didn't use this wood for this cabinet. Mm-hmm. There must be something more to this. Yeah. So it was always pretty casual for the most part. I, I wish that she maybe used it more because... It only happened a few select times. It, yeah, it, it, it kind of went away for a while. Yeah. I do want to read a quote um, from Jewel, who oh. was talking about, you know, why she chose to take this role. Is it from People Magazine? It's from People Magazine. Did you read the article? I think I did, yeah. Um, <laughs> You're a true fan. I, I did research before. First of all, in the article, she confessed to being a closet binge watcher of Murder, She Wrote, mm-hmm. which is wonderful. And so this is a cozy fan right here. Jewel gets... Mm-hmm. She gets us... She's one of us. But I really love this quote about um, why she likes the um, protagonist of the series. And she says, I like this part because she's a female contractor, so she's a very empowered modern woman. Coming from Alaska, where I was raised doing everything for myself, we built fences, we shoot our own horses, we trained our own horses, we worked with cattle, and there weren't these really strong male-female gender roles where I was raised. So... I really was excited that she was a character that had that type of job. I, I, I had to stop for a minute. I was like, we shoot our own horses. Yeah. yeah. I, that, I, was, I stopped there. I think we all did. <laughs> yeah, I was a little stunned. Jewel. <laughs> Taking take aback. We are shook. Yeah, she, she made a dark real fast. Yeah. But Jewel shot some horses, evidently. Mm-hmm. I believe it. She's taking them out of her misery. She shoots the horses, yodels at the moon. I mean, I can, I can see yeah. it. Her hands are small, I know, but she can shoot a horse. <laughs> yeah. Oh, that's oh, a great yeah. reason for taking a role. I, I, you know, it seems like she had some connection. Do you think they had to convince her to not shoot a horse on set? <laughs> Do you think that was in her contract? Well, speaking of something that's in her contract, her singing bit. Yes. Oh. So 
And, and we're grateful for it because Jewel She's has a gorgeous voice. voice. Yeah. But we had to laugh because in the, in the scene, it's this funeral scene. And you actually, I mean, I think to Jewel's credit and to the movie's credit, you forget that it's Jewel. You're just watching, mm-hmm. you know, true. Shannon Hughes, right. uh, restoration contractor. And in that character, the idea that someone who just restores houses for their living would come up and have Jewel's voice come out of them is And just insane. go back to contracting. Yeah, exactly. It's like no one stops her and is like, Wow, you should Girl, be you famous should for singing. Move your ass to LA. <laughs> right. What's wrong with you? Why are you fixing houses? Yeah. I knew it was coming. It's so good that we recorded it for you to enjoy. And so here's a taste of Jewel singing in um, Frame for Murder, A Fixer Upper Mystery. I knew that in June I would be heading to Lighthouse Cove to spend the summer with with my favorite person. Lighthouse in Cove the- is also a great name. Uncle Jesse. Agreed. He's always telling his his funny stories and and singing. And I remember that we would we would always sing in his truck when I'd go with my summertime friend on fishing trips. Summertime friend. So I asked that really amazing girl from across the street uh, to come up here today and to sing a song for Jesse. I know that he would have loved. Shannon. Thank you. Thank you. There's a powerful mm-hmm. we're all in tears we're in shambles it's What's... like she's sliding down a wall I'm yeah sorry. exactly <laughs> but in a good way she sounds great she sounds amazing which is why it's funny because this is um, an amazing voice coming out of a contractor mm-hmm. and the idea too like did she sing this song is is this the song that they would sing in the truck in as the summertime truck. friends <laughs> she would belt like that <laughs> <laughs> she would belt that there's holes in her heart yeah well i think Matt, your boyfriend brought up a good point that if this happened at a funeral, I'd be thinking this one's steal, trying to steal the show. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> she takes all the attention. She does. Who's that girl? Oh, she's our contractor. Because <laughs> <laughs> they, I feel like people at open mic nights do kind of sing like that. I'm like, huh? it's, it's honestly why I hate karaoke. I should have done that really as, my, as my grievance. I hate <laughs> karaoke. Sing. Like people who take yeah. karaoke. Seriously. Oh yeah, like this is their time to shine. Yeah, and really. Like, show I'm gonna off get discovered. No. Ugh. Yeah. I mean, I think the trick to karaoke is that you need to pick something that everyone will enjoy and that everyone can participate in. It's not your show. And some people come in to karaoke and they're like, "I'm gonna play this obscure song that only I know the words to, so and everyone's gonna watch yeah. me." So and no one be can sing along. So no one can sing along. Yeah, it's all secondhand embarrassment. It just yes. makes me very uncomfortable. But there's no embarrassment in this case because she's so talented. Mm-hmm. It's just, um, we're just wondering. Mm-hmm. But it's as if everyone knows she's just a contractor who can swing a hammer and belt some, you know, yeah. Yeah. tunes. I wonder if this was, another reason I want to read the book is I wonder if it was part of the book. I, I doubt it, right? It just be, it's like we cast, <laughs> we cast Jewel, we, ha- we have to make Jewel sing. Yeah. Yeah. But minus the singing, which is pretty awkward. I found most of the movie to be quite quite cozy. Yeah. I love Hallmark movies and our lifetime movies in the sense where every set just looks so polished. Like mm-hmm. this is a just a you know, regular old person with a nice 
house and they always look presentable and everything just feels so quintessentially quote unquote normal. They can kind of escape like when I, mm-hmm. you know, go back to my like garbage house. It's like a nice way to ex- escape. It's always so yeah. nice. Everything always looks so nice, which is cozy. It's always nice to escape our own trash piles. <laughs> a lot of jacket porn in this film for me. Oh my God, yeah. The, every jacket that Jewel or her supporting actresses were wearing, um, in, in times of grief, I was just, wow, you look great. Sure, she looks so put together. Yeah, those yeah. little jackets are great. I think the whole thing's a triumph. And I can't help but manage. Yeah. I, can't, I can't help but imagine, too, like from the perspective of Kate Carlisle, like the cozy author, like, Imagine that Hallmark approaches you. We're going to make a movie based on your books. Mm-hmm. That's a win already. Mm-hmm. But then to follow it up with, and Jewel's going to star oh in them. God. Yeah. Oh my God. It is. It is a blessed. win. Yeah. And and we're blessed that they exist. I had a nice time. Yeah. Two exist um, at this point. So this, this is the first movie. And there's a second one out there. I forgot is it, the title. Is Shannon Hughes the main, the protagonist in all of them? Or is there a different? Oh no. It's, it's always Jewel. Oh. Yeah, so oh, she's she's in it. There's another her. one of these out there we haven't seen. That's oh a new goodness. series. Okay, great, great, great. Um, and I, I I kind of can't help but imagine it's a branding nightmare because of the popular HGTV show Fixer Upper, right? Which you yeah. have previously discussed in this podcast. Mm-hmm. Um, I agree. But you know, maybe one day this will you know overtake Fixer Upper in terms of popularity. <laughs> well, their show's ending, so yeah, yeah, time like the present. That's true. They're, they're taking the fixer upper mantle. Mm-hmm. I want to imagine there's a fixer upper universe, and they all fit in together. Like I want to see a Chip and Joanna Gaines crossover into <laughs> That'd be interesting. the fixer upper mystery. Well, they have some time on their hands now, so yeah, they have plenty. Maybe that's why they cleared their schedule. They knew that this <laughs> was out there. They wanted to be in a Hallmark movie. Yeah, you never know. You got to take your shot. You know. Totally. Did this Molly? So as as the jewel. As a jewel of our podcast and as, as a jewel expert. <laughs> I'm here repping Jewel. <laughs> she called me here. Um, did this feel like quintessential jewel? Like, did it feel different? What did it, what was it like to revisit your idol? Well, I knew, I mean, I knew the singing would be a part of it because why would it not? Um, she actually exceed, I have never seen her act in anything. Like I know she's got a relatively extensive IMDB page. Um, but I have not ever seen her act, so she did exceed my expectations in that. Um, mm-hmm. She's very natural. She is. She yeah. is, yeah. Just, um, and, and, and she looks great. She kept her snaggle tooth, which I love. She, she's keeping it real. She's keeping mm-hmm. it real. So, go girl. Good for her. <laughs> she did a good job. I'm impressed. Back in the day, like, why did Jewel appeal to you? What was, what, um, what was the allure of Jewel? <laughs> You know, it was my very first CD that I bought. I think I was in like third grade. It was Pieces of You. I, you know, to be honest, I, I don't know. I think it, oh, it was because um, I used to, at my local pool that I swam at, Sundown or Swim Club, um, <laughs> that's what it was called. I know, isn't that weird? Um, Jewel would always play. And it just, I don't Live? know. Yeah. She, she would make it. She would stop into Belleville, Illinois, and play at a... I gotta make it to my sundowners. <laughs> Which is a terrible name for a pool, by the way, and I did not know that until I was, like, 20. Um, but I think it it just... It was something, like, I heard on the radio a lot at the time, and I really liked mm-hmm. it. And then as I got older in high school, I'm like, these songs are just really just, you know, getting there. They're just... Uh, and then her poetry book... Mm-hmm. Um, and I used to just like drive around my Mazda protege in high school and blast pieces of you. And that was, that was me in 2005. It's a, you're living a fantasy. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah. Her voice has a really lovely quality. I like the dynamic range. Mm-hmm. She goes, she belts loud, but then she pulls it back and goes. Yeah, oh, you're she right. does. She's good at that. There well, was, yeah. sorry, I just have to add one more like thing I love about her. She has a song on that album called I'm Sensitive, and it's just such a great song for girls who are sensitive, and they're like, it's okay. She, she just like makes it okay to be a gal who is just swinging a hammer, but <laughs> I just love saying that phrase. I'm sorry. <laughs> swinging a hammer. Um, 
she's great. I'm, I don't know what I'm going with that, but I, that's a great song. Listen to it if you have it. Um, yay. She's sensitive. <laughs> she is. And yeah, she's not afraid. Just, let's just talk the whole song. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's, a, it's a great little series. Yeah, everyone's I, and also like even I, I like the supporting cast. They're all pretty good. Uh, I liked her struggling. friend. <laughs> yeah, oh, you like well, her friend? I liked her friend. Um, I, I like I, I like the, the villain. Yes, the villain was good. I just all the the men in this in the uh, movie. I didn't duds. I yeah, just well, they are duds. Yeah, they are duds. Um, I don't. I mean, for, for the most part, they couldn't differentiate between them. No. So they clearly none of them stood out. Um. Like if I had to do a police lineup, I couldn't identify any of them. <laughs> they're often they're, they're hunky in the most nondescript way. Like yeah. they're they're extremely handsome, but if you were pressed to say why, you couldn't. Yeah. They're just like textbook definition handsome. They're so good looking and normal looking that they look like almost nothing. I don't know if I to a certain extent. Me, me, I haven't watched many cozy mystery movies to be honest, but it seems like always the hunky guy has blue eyes. Mm-hmm. And as a blue-eyed person, mm-hmm. you know, I like blue-eyed. But it seems like every love interest that's a man has blue Because it's, like, sensitive, you know, them blue so. eyes. so. Something I've noticed. Yeah, Hallmark definitely has a, like, profile of person that yeah. they put into the show. Yeah. And I think it's kind of limiting the appeal sometimes to their content because it's so limited. Mm-hmm. And just, again, they have a whole channel dedicated to you know, mysteries and mysteries involve a lot of characters and those characters need to be different enough that the viewer can track them. Mm-hmm. And Great. the way that they do the casting, it's very confusing. And I, I, th- I think they need to broaden the scope of who they're bringing in for these roles, because as a viewer, I'm constantly confused as to who is who and what's yeah, going on. Yeah, I don't on. know what bald man blew up. Right. There were so many like old twenty minutes. It could have been I still any don't one of know. them. I, yeah. I, to be honest, I don't either. <laughs> and it didn't matter. It didn't because they... Yeah. yeah. Any final thoughts on the Fixer Upper Mysteries or Jewel? Gosh. I'm excited to read the book. Yeah, I'm, same. I'm, I'm very, very excited to actually read the books and go back to those. I think it's... Just based on this, like... It was a good movie. I loved watching it, but I feel like the book's going to be even better. Mm-hmm. Agreed. And I'm I'm just glad that Jewel's back uh, back on the scene. Yeah, she's making money. She is. Go, girl. I wonder, if she, has she writ, published anything since that poetry book? When was that poetry book 2005. published? 2005. I got it at Borders. <laughs> or my friend oh, got it at Borders. So cozy. There you go. Oh, That's so a timestamp for you. A story Borders. that doesn't exist anymore. Oh. Yeah. Um, you know what? She very well could have, but for me, she stopped existing after 2005. But not anymore because she's back in a big way on yeah. Hallmark. Mm-hmm. Well, she did roast Ann Coulter. Ugh. She did, Which is a bizarre. A very, <laughs> yeah. I mean, go Jewel, but. Yeah, I would also, also beneath her. her for the yeah. no, one, no one should be forced to be in a room with yeah, Ann Coulter. Yeah, it's just feeding right. the troll. But interesting that she had that gig. She, yeah. Hmm. Did she sing? Oh, no. No, because you know what? Because no. Ann Coulter doesn't deserve to hear that no, voice. No, she does not. No. Anyway. <laughs> Actually, I think that Jewel should write her own cozy mystery series. She's clearly a fan, mm-hmm. and she mm-hmm. has the talent. She's got the writing chops. Yeah. She should do it. Jewel, if you're listening. <laughs> yeah. Here's my personal appeal. Write a cozy series. You could do it. We believe in you. Never know. All right. So that brings us to our celebrities that calm us. Who, who will we be mm. talking about today? What celebrities? Celeb- <laughs> which, which celebrities uh, calm you today? Jillian. Oh. Well, I don't want to get down a dark path, but... Oh, my God. <laughs> um, well, he is no longer with us. Oh. But... Hugh Hefner. Yeah. Oh, he just... Jillian loved the Hef. <laughs> who needs melatonin the Hefner. when you have Hugh Hefner? Oh, boy. Um... The heifer. Well, um, Robin Williams. Oh. Is, I know. It makes everyone sad. But what, what made you think of him? Um, well, every time I watch Mrs. Doubtfire, it's like the first like movie I remember being conscious of. Kind mm-hmm. of. When I was younger, I loved that movie. And I, I even when I think about the drive-by fruiting line, oh, I, I crack up every time. I could yeah. just be thinking about as I'm driving. I'm like, I'm cracking up. Yeah. And 
there's something else about the glint in his eyes. He was, mm-hmm. he, every time you see him, there's just something really special and comforting about him that I don't think will ever go away. Especially Mrs. Doubtfire, that just something very magical about him. Whenever I watch that movie, I feel calm. Because um, one of my cozy celebrities was, uh, God, what's the actress who plays Nora? Oh, Sally Field. Sally I was going to say that as mine. Oh, sorry. <laughs> no, no, go, go she, she was one of my cozy celebrities before, and um, I mean, it's just attached to that movie, but yeah, he's just very cozy to me, even though, you know, yeah. he's not here anymore. But And it's a cozy, uh, like, atmosphere, that movie, like the, the setting, like the mm-hmm. their homes. Yeah, because I was she, thinking about Pierce Brosnan, and oh God. too. I, for some reason, he's cozy to me too. I mean, oh, just yeah. because of that movie. <laughs> I don't know, but that whole thing and um, also just nostalgia for when those people were around. You know, we were Mara younger. Mara Wilson, so, Missy Girl, oh, right? Yeah, yeah. R.I.P. She's very active on Twitter. Yeah, these she's days. she's always around. Um, but yeah, anyways, that's my closest celebrity. So Sally Field is definitely up there for me. Um, and another one, which you love this man, Keith Morrison. Oh, don't even get me started. I mean, I have his photo when I lived in Chicago. I had his photo framed on my desk at work. Oh, my God. And people That's who amazing. did not know who he was were like, oh, my God, is that, grandpa? Your, is that your dad or your grandpa? I'm like, nope. It's Keith Morrison of Dateline, and then they like walk away or like find a way to leave. <laughs> but um, it's it's the whole co- co- cozying up, watching mm-hmm. him narrate a Dateline. He could be he could honestly read pages out of the phone book. Yep, and I would go pay money to see him at the the Forum in Los Angeles. Well, me too. I, he should do live shows. <laughs> if you know when he passes away, I will sob. He oh my god beloved. I don't even like to even think about it. I it can't. Makes me too upset. Well, he's pretty healthy. He seems like he's with it. He's very fit. He wears leather leather yes. jackets a lot, which is a sign. He's of got like sneaker, health. like his like Converse on. So he's like with it. Mm-hmm. But that's a modern man. Also, he um, did you know that he recorded Ways directions at one point? I just learned this a few months ago. My yeah. friend had clued me in. So he's he's active, which is a good sign. <laughs> Um, but I, I love the framed photo of him. I need to do that. Oh yeah. He's so wonderful. Good choice. Thank you. So to switch gears from people who starred in (laughs) Mrs. Doubtfire, I've been watching a lot of horror movies because tis the season. Mm -hmm. And one of them has been the faculty. Oh, Hmm. The 1998 film directed by Robert Rodriguez starring Josh Hartnett mm-hmm. and Elijah Wood oh, yeah, and Clea yeah. Duvall. Mm-hmm. And it's, first of all, a really solid monster movie, alien invasion movie. I love it. It's always one of my favorite. But a lot, so here's the thing. This is why it pushes all my buttons is because not only is it a movie starring Elijah Wood, who was my number one crush throughout all of my adolescence, and into today, mm-hmm. to be honest. But also, it has garbage on the soundtrack. Oh. Which is my favorite that's band. right up your alley. And so yeah. it's like, all these things are coming together. And I was watching it, and it just reminded me that Elijah Wood is one of my coziest and favorite celebrities. Like, he is so innocent. He looks the same today. He looks he the does. same. He does. He hasn't aged. Yeah. But beyond that, he just... He's just so nice, and you just get that vibe from him. He's very kind. Everyone says that about him who's ever interacted with him. I went to one of his movies called Open Windows, which is a horror movie that I wouldn't recommend. Was it. I there? I think I invited you. I don't think you could make it. Were you there? Did you come? Was it the porn star? Yeah, it was. I was there. Oh, you were there. <laughs> yeah, so it also stars a porn star named Sasha Gray. Anyway, I, I learned about her because of the movie, but. That sounds sordid. He's in a movie with a porn star, but like, I it think was she's it was just a, trying to branch out. Yeah, yeah, it was really her like arriving at another level. Yeah, but it was Elijah Wood doing what Elijah Wood loves. It was through his production company because he has a horror production company. He loves horror movies, mm-hmm. and he made one. And um, you know, it was okay, but whatever. But he was supposed to be there in person, and he and he wasn't. Oh, but he did show up via Skype, and so there was like a live Skype interview with mm-hmm. Elijah Wood in the theater. And it was, he was just so wonderful. And like, it was just him like on location uh, at his mm-hmm. computer. And at one point he put his face so close to the camera, it was just his giant eyeball. And if 
if you've seen Elijah Wood, you know that he has some big eyes. Mm -hmm. And so his entire eye was filling an entire like movie theater screen. And the director pretended to swim through his big blue eye. And it was a really absurd (laughs) and gorgeous moment. Um, and anyway, he's an absurd and gorgeous man. So I, my cozy celebrity this week is Elijah Wood. Yeah. Good this week and always, honestly, I could just, I'll probably just say mm-hmm. Elijah Wood. From I saw him out. at uh, Bar Method like a year ago. Really? <laughs> he was with, mm. I think, I don't know if he has a girlfriend currently or he did at the time, but he was very attentive to her. Mm-hmm. Seemed like a very lovely, Aww. cozy man. That's um, sweet. He's, yeah. I just think he's incredibly kind and and a a really good person i haven't met him i have no idea what i'm talking about but he projects that and i hope that's true Mm -hmm. and um i hope i I kind of hope i never see him in person because i just feel like i'm gonna have a heart attack so um short circuit yeah and i I don't want you know i don't want anything ruined yeah (laughs) sometimes it's better not to meet these people that you like a lot Mm -hmm. um so anyway that is my celebrity that calms me forever and always elijah wood it's a good one which brings us to our candle that we are burning. Um, we are burning a signature soy heritage pumpkin candle um, that has two wicks because obviously the quality of the wax means that it will tunnel if it does not have sufficient wickage. It's still kind of tunneling. I can kind of see. I just oh, learned about really? all of yeah. this today. I, yeah, I, don't, I have no idea. Wicking and... Always, always let it burn long enough that it has a consistent melt on the top, and that way, okay. If you if you let's say you you light a candle and you let it burn for like an hour, and not the entire top of the candle is melted, that's how you're going to get tunnels because the the fire and the can't melt that wax if it's inside of all the other wax. So before you before you blow out your candles, make sure that they have melted the top consistently. Thank you. Okay. So there much. you go. <laughs> Anyway, I don't mean to candle splain to anybody, but so heritage pumpkin. I'm it's it's I can definitely smell it. It's really subtle. It's not well, do, and it's lovely like it. on this ninety five degree day we're having here in LA. Um, I don't even feel like it's ninety five. It's I don't like. <laughs> I feel about like I'm inside it. a heritage pumpkin. Yeah. Does I a heritage pumpkin wick. smell different from a different pumpkin, like a non heritage? At pumpkin? first, I thought heritage was the brand, and I was really confused, but. I think it's in reference to like the quality or type of pumpkin. Yeah, oh. it's like it gets from, a from wick a, a, for me. A, 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 pumpkin it, it of yesteryear. Yeah. What do you like about it? <laughs> it does really something that's baking. It smells like a pumpkin. It does smell like something's baking. That's what I like about it. Mm-hmm. I can like, see like your we're making is, like a like a, you're cooking something bars. for us. Yes. I like the scent. I don't dislike it at all. It's good, but it's not complex. Do you know, can I share a cozy scent of mine? Yeah. Okay. Curve for Men, the cologne. I wish that was a candle. If I think it actually is, and I really want to order. Curve for Men, it's like when I was in high school, guys used to wear that. And it. I don't even know how to, they have it at malls, like mm. counters, fragrance counters. But I, it, it is just, I whiff that and I am just transformed. <laughs> I mean, I'm just transported to being like 16 at the at my jewel listening stage. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, I really want a curve for men candle. For some reason, I imagine your jewel <laughs> listening stage was a physical place that you went to listen to jewel. I go on a stage <laughs> and I just lay there. Um, she, she, she grew up in a huge mansion with yeah. like a theater, and so she listened to so jewel on the stage. Rich. Um, no, I, I, my stage was honestly my 1999 car without brakes. Um, and I used to sing Jewel and, um, drive by the houses of like boys I liked at the time. And I'd be like, why don't they spray, like me? spray curve in the and air? I just spray curve in the air. And, and I would just wonder like, Aww. what am, what am I doing wrong? <laughs> so, but they all have lazy boy furniture now, so it's fine. Um, <laughs> but yeah, Curve for Men. So I'm, I'm on the search for that as a candle. That has to exist somewhere. I if not, that's does. a huge missed opportunity. Hmm. They should make that. Whatever. This is, didn't you go to somebody who makes a candle? You went to a candle making oh, class? Yeah. We Christmas. should make our own Curve candles. I'm actually <laughs> this Thursday going, well, it'll be in the past when this airs. But a Halloween edition candle making class. Wow. Where we're going to incorporate fall scents and make our candles spooky. Oh. So I'll report back. Do you have a plan? Um, no, I don't. But wow. I'll, <laughs> wow. I'll have it here. Living life on the edge as always, to, Julia. Um, to light it and we'll review it. 
I love the idea that we're going to review this candle like during Christmas, some some Halloween candle. Well, you know, we'll review it. <laughs> yeah, we'll review it. We'll revisit. Anyways, a wick for me. <laughs> oh yeah, we have to review the candle. I would. I'm going to give it half a wick. It's solid. It's good. But it lacks the complexity that I need. Okay. So how many wicks is the? We each need a wick. So th- out of three. So would you give it a wick um, or a half a wick or no wick? You know what? I would give it. It's three wicks is the best. Mm-hmm. I would give it a wick and a half. One point five wicks. Is that? We, we have. It's not. It's not your fault. We haven't <laughs> it's made this a convoluted clear. <laughs> so each person gets one wick. Oh, oh okay. So out of one, full I didn't wick, get it for a long time. Out of oh, one okay. full wick, okay. what would you give this candle? give it a full wick so we have two and a half wicks out of three yeah that's a pretty good review for heritage pumpkin by I like soy it. signature I, I mean, signature I, soy i was i i got a smaller one for my apartment the other day and it it's nice. nice it's a Enjoy good a glass of wine scent. listen you know smell it yeah it's no moonbeams on pumpkins but it'll do yep heritage pumpkin from and Target. on that note <laughs> Um, join us in a couple of weeks for our Thanksgiving episode. Mm-hmm. We'll be gobble, giving gobble. thanks. Give thanks with us, gobble gobble. Um, Molly, where can people find you if they want, you know, more musings on Curve for Men or some jewel <laughs> expertise? Well, um, you know what? Just find me on the gram. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. Uh, Mal she wrote is uh, my that is a co- that is a really cozy handle. It is M O L L she wrote. Um, yeah. I post a lot of like, I don't even know what I, I don't know. You I, post a lot of gorgeous yeah, afternoon content. photos of like wine tasting. Yeah. It's actually very trips. cozy. Day trips. Day trips. I'm, I'm all about the day trips and, um, and curve for men's. <laughs> if you want to see an aspirational day trip life, mm-hmm. go follow, follow Molly. Um, and if you want to see more cozy content and see what's up and at all things Cozyville, Follow us on Facebook at All Things Cozy. Is it All Things Cozy podcast or All Things Cozy? Me, we'll never know. Well, anyway, and also on Instagram <laughs> all things cozy at podcast. All Things Cozy podcast for sure. Um, yeah, and you know, thanks for listening. Yeah, thank you. And stay cozy. 